El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, I don't really do anything at all. Joining me today, he is my co-host on this podcast. You know that. He has cool friends, allegedly. I've never met any of them, except myself. Uh, he definitely does not like sports. He watches Batman. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff May, also joining me. She is one of my co-hosts on the Unpops Network bonus podcast, Trend Pony, clickety-clack, clickety-clack, which you can hear on the Unpops Patreon and Supercast. She's also a fantastic comedian who hosts a whole bunch of shows. Ladies and gentlemen, Jessica Singer. It's going to be a great show. everybody welcome to unpopular opinion i'm your host adam todd brown i can't even see if jeff is doing something stupid but jeff is here he's my co-host and he's I'm probably hanging out by the mic i don't know what you're doing you're mocking Gosh, me darn. but you're doing i'm it. not i'm you're like, literally you're just hiding here. your face behind jessica here's what you see how you can't see my face because of the way i can see your face look there it is you you're can't moving. see my mouth moving i'm seeing your move yeah well now i can't you covered the whole thing you're a weirdo i didn't do any of that hey fucking jeff's here also jessica singer's here hey, hey what's up <laughs> the jeff and jessica action <laughs> right <laughs> yeah let's fucking roll with it yes and come on folks let's go jeffica is here Oh, no. Yeah, I don't no. like that either. I didn't I like that. Like no. No. One bit. Not one bit. Everyone just if... closes the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to this podcast, which you don't, you already know Jeff and Jessica both. Jessica is my co-host on Trend Pony Clickety Clack. Clickety Clack. And Jeff is Jeff. I'm here. Yeah, Jeff's my hanging. co Jeff's my co-host here. Jeff doesn't even like sports. No, no, that's not true. It's about how you don't even like sports. We host Wait, a podcast called You Don't Even Like Sports. The John Daly season's going to be coming out free soon, so buckle up for that. But we're not talking about sports today, which is good, because no one on this podcast except me knows or likes sports. Uh, I'm going to hit you with my new car. We've been uh, over this. I like tennis. Oh, yeah, I do fucks with some tennis to the point that I canceled a couple podcast recordings this morning because Rafael Nadal was playing in the men's quarterfinals against an American who was holding his own, but also Rafael Nadal had an abdominal injury for most of the match. Can you imagine playing fucking Wimbledon tennis with an abdominal injury? Yes. Fuck that so hard. And he won. It went to five sets, including a tiebreaker. Nadal's a name I know. He's been playing for a long time, he is, right? His logo is a goat. He is the greatest men's tennis player of all time, arguably. There's a couple. Take yeah. that, Pete Sampras. Well, that's the thing. Like, even right now, there's Roger Federer is playing, Novak Djokovic. Like, those yeah. three. Federer still plays, too. These guys have been playing for a while. Federer's injured, but he is hoping okay. to come back. Next he broke year. his hip falling in the tub. Yeah. 
Yeah, we talk about him that way. He's like 36, I think. 36 I mean, 36. I just haven't watched tennis and like paid attention to tennis in like 10 years. So when I hear names, I still know. I'm like, oh. Yeah. I remember I was watching a documentary or, or about George Foreman, and they're talking about his comeback. And they were like, can this old piece of shit do it? And he was like 38. And I was watching it at 39 and being like, I feel like I could do it. Like, yeah, that's always a bummer. That happens yeah. so much in sports. Oh, This old broken piece of shit. Could oh. he possibly do it with his old brittle porous bones? The courage to be out there at his age. <laughs> it's like he just got his license 15 years yeah. ago. Fighting men half his age. <laughs> it's like that's, they're 19. They're oh, men. Good times. So, unfortunately, we're not talking about anything as upbeat as how great Rafael Nadal is at tennis. We are talking about Facebook. One of my most and least favorite things to talk about. I wish we didn't have to talk about it anymore because I wish it had been burned to the ground by now. With all apologies to the people I know who work there, you'll land on your feet. Facebook yeah. has to go. It's yeah. got to go. You helped Facebook destroy the world. You're going to get work. Yeah, exactly. You'll get paid You're to topple governments by yeah, you're a else. cog in the murderous machine. Come on, you're going to be fine. <laughs> it's honestly crazy it's lasted as long as it has. I like Facebook. agree. It definitely felt like it was a trend when it started. Well, it, You know what I mean? It felt like it was going to get replaced the way it replaced yeah. Friendster and MySpace. Yeah. MySpace really, yeah. Like MySpace yeah. replaced Friendster, Facebook replaced MySpace, and it felt like Facebook should have gotten replaced, but instead yeah. well, it they just were... turned into the thing that runs the planet. They saw Instagram coming for them, so they just bought it. Yeah. Well, that's what they do. Like any competitor that's doing anything they think is cool, they immediately try to buy it. And then if they can't, they just create their own version and put that other person out of business. But we're talking about a whole other Facebook scandal today. Had either of you heard anything about this? I had not. And it feels like no. it should be bigger news than it is. Yeah, I don't think I knew, but I wasn't surprised. And that's the bummer. Yeah, it's not surprising when Facebook does anything awful anymore. Yeah, Like the things we've talked about just on this podcast before that Facebook has gotten into, like they've sought patents for technology that would let them know what kind of pressure you used when you type a text message before getting on Facebook, because then they know if you were angry or aggressive or mad oh, about wow. something. And then they know to show you things that are going to make you angry. So you engage with Facebook for a little while, like oh. they actively manipulate your emotions and we just let them. Facebook is in the pantheon of like Nestle to me where you're like, oh, you guys are just like a nice, fun little thing. And then you see that like, they're buying water rights and like doing weird shit. And you're like, oh, well, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. And they're like, check mm -hmm. out all the slaves we use to make our chocolate. And you're like, man, this whole thing is fucking weird. Yeah. And it's one of those things that should unite us as a nation. I feel like both sides of the political aisle hate Facebook, but they're right? just not willing to hate Facebook together. We hate Facebook if Trump is in office and we feel like Facebook is helping him win elections. But 
once Biden's in office, we don't care as much. And we forget that it's not still instigating so much violence. <laughs> yeah. And people on the right, it's the same thing. Like, they care about Facebook, you know, suppressing conservative viewpoints and things like that. But then when you're like, yeah, kind of they are. And also they sort of allowed Russia to help Trump win an election. They're like, nah, uh. It's like, yes, no. all of those things, all of those things. We should all be mad, but we're not. No. Why would we be? We got stranger things to watch. You know, I've never gotten into it. I don't like it, but I am addicted to the boys. I have it paused right <laughs> Are those similar but, shows? I have no idea. I haven't seen the either. Boys no, is, uh, I just feel like they're both very hyped. Ah, I the see. The Boys That's is like awesome. a Justice League was evil. And it's like, hey, you know how it? when you give people power, it's really bad? <laughs> That's The Boys. Oh, like Facebook. It's a great comic. Written like by Garth Facebook. Ennis. Drawn by Derek Robertson. Occasional John McCree art. Very good. Very good. In case we want it. In case I'll talk about wanted. The Boys on Trend Pony because I've been very into it. But so we're talking about the metapixel today. This is a phrase I had never heard. And it's that thing where you're on a website shopping for something and you can't decide if you're going to buy it. You click on it, you look at it a little bit, and then you navigate away. And for the rest of your days on Earth, ads <laughs> for that thing that you were looking at follow you around the Internet. Yeah. And it's like, hey, you bought one laundry machine you want to get five more yeah that's always the maddening part about it it's one thing if it's something i looked at and didn't buy then i understand but if it's something i just bought it's like you have all yeah. of this detailed information and you can't get that part right you can't get oh they bought it you don't need to show them any more yeah. ads you're just spinning Nailed your wheels it. now yeah mission accomplished guys you landed the plane yeah i don't get how they can't iron out that one kink yeah i will use that to my benefit where if i see like a sponsored ad shirt that i like i'll click on that look at it and then be like all right bye yeah because then it's going to follow you around and if you decide to go back and buy it click on that ad go I buy it i do that maybe i will buy it adam i mean i've made peace with targeted ads yeah like mm -hmm. ads are going to be there especially if you're on instagram or facebook which don't be on facebook instagram is basically facebook yes. but it's Facebook for prettier people. It's Facebook that hasn't figured out how to wreck democracy, which gives it an advantage over regular Facebook. Exactly. Not yet, but they'll get there. But I mean, those ads are going to be there. I'd rather it be for some shit I like you want, yeah. as opposed to some nonsense. So if it ended there, that would be fine. But it doesn't. It usually gets worse than that. And... The Metapixel is one of the reasons that happens. It is a computer code. It's a snippet of computer code that website owners can put on their site. And it follows you around the internet after you visit a site that has this Metapixel embedded in its code. And it works by sending Facebook a log of what users do on a website. And Facebook, in turn, sends that info back to site owners to help them build ad campaigns so they can better know their audiences and whatnot. And again, that isn't the worst thing. And I think everyone expects stuff like that's happening, right? Like, yeah, I think the social yeah. dilemma also really called attention to that and explained yeah. it a little bit. And it was like, yeah, okay. And I mean, that's just going to kind of have to be the price we pay if we want that sort of 
convenience. I'm sure we could pass laws to make it illegal to monitor those kind of things on the internet, but that's not going to happen. Too many people are making too much money from that. And again, that's one of the ways that the right and the left just cannot come together because it is a huge privacy concern for everyone. But wealth, baby. We just all at various times are like, yeah, it's fine. Facebook's been following us forever. Yeah, it's very cattle energy that we'll have sometimes. We're like, well, I guess we'll just hang out in the pen. (laughs) Yeah, you saw it a lot during COVID, too. The idea that, oh, you know, one good way to fight COVID is if you download this app that just sends information about every person you've ever interacted with throughout (laughs) your day to some server that will then come back and tell you if someone around you had COVID. It's like, I feel like I'll find out when I have COVID. Yeah, maybe we should just do masks. Yeah. (laughs) That seems pretty analog, right? Yeah. Just stay home. Stay away from each other. You don't have to give the government that kind of access to your phone. But when it came up in the moment, so many people were like, yeah, government's following us anyway. Which That's kind of how I felt. I'm just going to be honest. And I was scared. I was more scared than I was caring if the government knew where I was. Yeah. You know? The problem is... Governments traditionally don't turn stuff like that off once it's turned on. Like we saw that with 9-11 and the Patriot Act. Yeah, they just kept doing (laughs) 9-11. Well, they couldn't because we passed the Patriot Act, and that stopped any subsequent 9-11s from happening. And it also made it so you can't send a text message with the name of a person who lives in the Middle East in it (laughs) without the NSA flagging it and sending it to a database somewhere. Probably. That database, ground zero. Probably. Yeah, Facebook. <laughs> Goes to <laughs> Facebook, probably. Excuse me, it's meta now? Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> that rebrand and everyone's like, fuck you. <laughs> no, I agree. That's like when your friend Andy goes away to college and when he comes back on break and he's just like, actually, I'm Drew now. And we're like, shut the fuck up, Andy. Yeah, you are not. You You're are not Drew. You never were Drew. And it's confusing because they didn't change the name of Facebook. Facebook is still Facebook. It's just Mm -hmm. owned by Meta, which is now Facebook's parent company, which used to be called Facebook. And the Meta Pixel used to be called the Facebook Pixel. That's where that name comes from. Where'd they come up with the name, though? I don't know. I think they did one of those random drawings and it went right for once instead of like a Hitler reference yeah, winning. It was almost race book. Yeah. Bodie McBoatface, something like that. <laughs> so the thing about these ads is it doesn't stop with, oh, well, Adam likes shiny shoes. True. I own two pairs of sparkly silver gym shoes. Pair the of Pixels listening, bud. I know. And here's the thing. You show me a pair. I'm listening. I will check them out and see if it's something I want. That is a relationship I can get behind. But there was a 2019 Pew Research survey where they were able to get access to a bunch of Facebook data about people. And then they got people to agree to let them look at their Facebook data. And for one, 74% of people that they surveyed just didn't know Facebook was basically compiling a dossier of information about them. 
And 74% of people 74% thought it it was just this fun, free thing. That's the thing. That was the question for so many years was how is Facebook going to make money? And it's like, oh, they're going to be like the most evil company ever made. Yeah, they're compiling data and selling ads like everything that's ever existed. And hopefully just selling ads because the kind of data they're compiling among these 74% who had no idea data was being compiled about them, there were 88% of them who had all been assigned categories for advertising. And those categories sometimes include things like racial or ethnic affinities. That is a quote from this article and political leanings. And is that why I've been getting ads for Nazis and not washing my legs? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because Jeff's a Nazi. No, no. No, is that no, not what you're no, going for? No, okay. I was like, what is, what is he oh. going for here? Because <laughs> uh, white people. But, uh, but it's see, affinities. Yeah, racial affinities. <laughs> but speaking of Nazis, I still maintain that this is why we should be a little more alarmed about this. We're living under a government that after World War II really embraced Nazi scientists and researchers. And it wasn't reformed Nazis or Nazis who were sorry. It was like human experiment Nazis. It was the worst of the worst. That's who started the fucking CIA. It was half Nazi. And with Facebook compiling data like this, all it's going to take is one especially tyrannical administration to take power to go to Facebook and be like, give us that. Like, we need that. We need to know where whatever group of undesirables they choose to target, maybe it'll just be dreamers. I mean, that's the thing. With dreamers, they don't need to go to these lengths because with DACA, we already have everyone's information. So that it's a great thing, but also is kind of a way to smoke out people here illegally and round them up someday, which I sincerely hope doesn't happen. Smoke dreamers every day. (laughs) And I super duper hope no version of the American government ever goes to Facebook and says, give us all of this. We want to know those political leanings. Didn't they try that with Apple? And Apple was like, how about you fuck right off? Yeah. The FBI, I believe it was, wanted Apple to put a backdoor into all phones that the FBI could use to get around any encryption or anything like that. And they were like, we needed to fight crime. And Apple was like, fight crime better. No, you can't have that. But it's also come out since then that there is a spyware program called Pegasus that is, I always forget the name. I want to say the NSO group is who sells it. And this group is an Israeli company and they just sell malware and spyware like not malware to catch your teen going places she says she's not going like you can get that anywhere they sell malware that breaks into dissidents phones and computers and it apparently is capable of breaking into iPhones now also so they can get in your phone if they want to. They're probably in your phone. I know they we are. all like to think they we're not important phone. enough to be surveilled, but yeah, you are. Like the government, they never know. If they can get in your phone, they'll do it. Hi, government. Hi, government. Hey, hey government. I say it all the time. Someday I'm going to Freedom of Information Act request myself 
and it's just going to come back and be a list of all my podcasts. And I'm like, fuck, that's all. Mm-hmm. You know, the way targeted ads go, if you say, let's go, Brandon, five times in a row, you get ads for dick pills and diapers. <laughs> Adult diapers or? Yes. Regular. <laughs> okay. Poise pads and depend. <laughs> so it's also not just e-commerce sites that use the Metapixel, which is a problem. It's popped up on online gambling apps and web portals for applying for student loans. And the gambling thing is especially concerning because the data collected can include things like frequency and type of games played and the amount of cash deposited in an account, which an advertiser could look at that data and go, oh, this person has a gambling problem. Let's hit them with a whole bunch of ads for gambling, which that's not great, but you know it's happening. Like, there's no way it's not. It's what I would do if I was a shady online gambling company hoping to attract. Well, I mean, I don't operate publicly as that. Remember when we tried to online gamble? (laughs) (laughs) We were watching the Super Bowl and we were like, we should online gamble. And then we tried and they're like, you can't do that here. And we were like, oh, this sucks. It was the Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder fight. That's where we, we tried to gamble. And yeah. Jess, where do you online gamble? Yes. Me? Yeah, oh yeah. I've been back into uh, Spider Solitaire. It's a pretty oh, hot. No. You can make good money off of that game. game. Dating apps. That feels like a gamble. Are you a gambler? I um with the comics in Ventura when I first started, we did used to play poker. And I do just like playing poker because I like silly games. But I'm not like Let's make some money. I'm like, we're going to play a $20 pot. And if I lose my $20, it was $20 of entertainment. So I would say, no, not a gambler. (laughs) I like it to gamble. I don't. I don't like to enjoy it. I guess if I just go with a certain amount of money and sit in front of a video lottery machine, knowing full well I'm going to lose $50 to $100, then it's fine. But I don't like walking in a casino. I feel like I can feel the weight of all the bad decisions being made, just like hanging yeah. in the air. It's like walking through a swimming pool, but instead of, of cigarette water. smoke and, and regret. Yeah. 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 I and have I to like, like constantly be smoking in a casino just to handle it. Yeah. <laughs> and drinking. I enjoy a good gamble. I'm a dirtbag. It's funny too. Like when you find out who does, it's like a surprise. And you find somebody's like, oh yeah, I love horse race betting. And you're like, wow, that's a special kind of betting. <laughs> You're like, that's not slot machines. That's like kids' college fun shit. Do you still have to go to a place to do that? You can go to OTBs. You can go to off-track betting centers. Well, yeah, no, that's, that me. was my question. Do you have oh. to still go to a place? Because we all got TVs and the internet. It feels like they could beam you that can... into your home, but that also feels wildly irresponsible. It's like, don't come yeah. to a place. Just sit on your couch and bet on horses all sit day. On your, sit on your couch and bet on the ponies. <laughs> and then have to sell that couch. If Facebook (laughs) would let you, it could fucking happen. They would do it. They would let you bet on horses on Facebook. I can guarantee you our phones are going to be set up with, like, horse betting (laughs) ads now. Mine's just going to be for, like, horse girl shit. (laughs) They're like, do you want the new horse version of Candy Crush? And I'm like, you know what, maybe. Tan pants, anyone? Want some tan pants? (laughs) A white mock turtleneck, perhaps? Oh, God. So constraining. There have also been studies that showed website owners could use data collected through Metapixel to de-anonymize visitors to their sites. 
which that's also alarming because, again, the right person requests access to that or gets access to that and is able to de-anonymize it. When Trump first took office, one of the first things they did was try to get the complete log of visitors who went to a website about organizing protests for the inauguration, which that's scary. That's like Gestapo shit. And it was the first thing they did. And I think it eventually went to court and the website won and didn't have to turn the information over, but they wanted it. Like, it's just going to take the right government to like not ask to just be like, no, give it. Or we'll Give shut it. you down. Give it to us. We want it. We'll shut you down and throw all your shit in the river. Yeah. What do you do, though, with Facebook? They're like, all right, we'll just go to Monaco or whatever. Like, I don't know. It's like they wanted to shut down TikTok. And everyone's like, how about fuck you, dude? Yeah. I'm still not sure they shouldn't. But wasn't TikTok like forced to sell, though? They probably just <laughs> set up the name of an American company. Yeah. yeah it's probably the same company. It's a shell. The Chinese government owns so much of our land anyway. TikTok's going to be what? destroys democracy next after facebook they're also just trying to figure out how to do it i don't think instagram ever will facebook's gonna have to buy tiktok well, i mean TikTok's Kim Car- definitely good at doing that thing that facebook does which is just like it figures out what side you're on and just polarizes you more and more to that side you know what i yeah. mean and i do actually get a lot of information off tiktok that i like but it also makes me feel insane <laughs> yeah I remember I did a conspiracy episode about the fireworks during the Black Lives Matter protests. And people were like, man, that's the police doing that. That's not protesters. And that whole thing started because of a Facebook post from someone who lived in the neighborhood and had lived there for years and years and years. And I did this episode and I based it all on that Facebook post and brought it up a bunch. And I tweeted about it and someone replies and goes, uh, a TikTok Zoomer made all these same points. And I was like, oh, did that fucking 17-year-old kid also <laughs> reference where they got these points? Or do you think they just knew? You think they just had that information in their fucking pocket? It's like, man, I don't know why I brought that part up. That's my own personal I think it's because it affected you. And beef I'm sorry against it did. TikTok. Yeah. You're like, you know what? Fuck this website. Some dipshit <laughs> commenter. <laughs> Well, that was on Twitter. Yeah. Which, yeah, fuck Twitter, obviously. Yeah. Social media in general. Fuck it all. Yeah. God, how were we ever happy before? Oh, we weren't. We were you know, all... Like... Yeah, we were all miserable, and we just didn't know who to tell. Now we have people to tell. And that now makes you can us just happy. send photos of your genitals to people anonymously. Woo! You used to have to draw it out in a notebook. <laughs> you have to mail them. Yeah. Stamp on it. I still mail them. Yeah. <laughs> But just not, like, not to people I know. I just, like, fire them off. I buy yeah. lists Mail of addresses them from in mailboxes. The, yeah. I have a buy pixel set up from... on the website that gives me people's addresses when yeah. they visit. And I just fire off. Yeah, that's called the Atom Pixel. Yeah. And it gets you addresses of people that you can send mimeographed copies of uh, a picture of your ding-dong. Fucking hand-crank printer. Like your teachers used to use to make tests. Yeah. I'm probably the only one old enough to remember that. It smelled so good. I remember the mimeograph stuff. I never saw them do it, but I had gotten my fair share of purple yeah. worksheets. I'm like, this doesn't <laughs> seem normal. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. 
With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So how prevalent is the Metapixel? We should talk about that because it's fucking everywhere. It's on all your fave websites. An outfit called themarkup.org has done a couple of really extensive studies into the Metapixel. The main one is still going on as we record this. It's scheduled to end July 13th. And it's a volunteer project where I'm assuming they're having people install like a browser extension or something. And they're just monitoring those people's web activity to see how and when the Metapixel interacts with what they're doing. But they've already started releasing some of the things they found, like how the Metapixel works, which it just like if you're on a website that has it and you're logged into Facebook, then it communicates with Facebook's servers and lets them know what you're doing. Facebook gets that information and then synthesizes it and sends it back to website owners so they can figure out, you know, how to target ads and, again, get people with gambling problems. I assume if you're like Drizzly, you're going after people who drink too much, things like that, which it's very convenient if you're an advertiser. There is that. I wonder how many different targeted ads for chicken sandwiches I would get. Mm, I don't know. Are you a big chicken sandwich guy? I mean, I like food, but it seems to me like that's the big thing people have been pushing for the past three years. Yeah. Chicken sandwiches are overrated. They've like had their moment. Criminally so, yeah. Yeah. I've probably talked about this before, but Chris and Cindy make the best chicken sandwich. Better than any restaurant I've ever been to. Oh, see, I would disagree because I would argue that I make the best I'm chicken sandwich. I haven't had yours. You gotta make sandwich. one. I would pause so. it that Rivers Langley makes mm. the best. No. That son of a bitch knows how to make a fried chicken. So do Chris and Cindy. They went to Thailand and learned shit. So <laughs> does Adam. <laughs> Rivers is just from Alabama, but... Boy, yeah. let me tell you. Oh, shout out to Rivers Langley. Shout Langley. out to Rivers Langley. So Facebook can use all of this information and tie it to your Facebook profile. And even if they aren't able to do it that way, there's also a thing in the Metapixel that if you enter anything into a form, like a name, anything like that, email address, they'll send that to Facebook. And they can use that to connect to your Facebook profile. But all of this kind of implies that you need a Facebook profile to be targeted in this way and that if you just delete Facebook, it won't be a problem, which is true as long as Facebook isn't keeping shadow profiles of people who don't have Facebook accounts. And when fucking Congress asked Mark Zuckerberg if they do, he did not say they don't. He just said... Meta keeps data for non-users for security purposes. What security do they need? Exactly. What do you so need the, there, Mark? And yeah, a, sh a shadow profile. It just means you're not on Facebook, but they set up a profile for you anyway for advertising That's purposes. Terrifying. That's so nice of them. Oh, I was totally different. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, how convenient! Yeah, they'll yeah, just how keep sweet it warm. Of them to think of me. They'll keep uh -huh. it warm for you until you show up. Yeah, that part is really concerning. Yeah, and I don't like that. Especially, I think I've mentioned on this podcast a few times, but the CIA has a capital investment wing in Silicon Valley that just invests in technology. And they're only doing it so they can use it for CIA shit. And the CIA does bad shit. 
it's never good news when the CIA shows up. That is for goddamn sure. Unless you're watching a movie, unless you're watching like Jack Ryan or something <laughs> like that. But it's called Intel Q. That's the name of their investment firm. They have a Wikipedia page. You can look it up. It just says this is the CIA's fucking investment wing. They, in part, their money developed Google Earth. So the CIA is who developed the technology that can take pictures of pretty much anything from the sky. So that's cool. They're like probably that. just using it for advertising purposes. Can they see this? Yeah. Yeah, they can. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I'm on a camera right now? Yeah. Through Zoom? That's probably doing the same thing? Cool. Yeah. It's all very, very concerning. The things... Well, luckily, that's the the only concerning piece of information that we're going to get from you right now, Adam. Jeff, there's actually a little bit more. This is is the part that made me want to do this episode. This is the part that I feel like should be a little bit bigger of a story than it is. And this also comes from the markup investigation. In the course of researching the Metapixel, they tested... Newsweek's top 100 hospitals websites, and they tested them to see if the Metapixel was on these websites. They found it on 33 of the top 100 hospitals. That's one third. That's a lot. And that's just the top 100. There's so many hospitals in the United States. There aren't just 100 hospitals? Well, yeah, two per state. So you're probably right. Yeah, they're like senators. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we only get two each. DC gets a couple extra. There's actually 102. It's just easiest. That way we don't have to take care of everybody, you know? No, 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 no. As a matter of fact, we could use one of Montana's. Probably. Yeah, I think so. Not the Dakotas, though. People get hurt there all the time because of all the crime. Right, exactly. Yeah. So on 33 of those sites, they found Metapixel, which was sending Facebook a packet of data when ever a person clicked a button to schedule a doctor's appointment. And the data it sent is connected to an IP address, which can be linked to an individual or household. And with everything happening with abortion right now, it's easy to see how that could turn into a nightmare scenario pretty quick. What's happening with that? I missed it. Uh, It's bad news, Jeff. Very bad news. But I mean, you're in California. You'll be fine. I don't have a uterus. It's just like 10-year-olds in Ohio that are getting screwed over. Don't worry about it. Oof. That fucking And they always story. happen. Just being born in Ohio, that's a rough start in the first place. This is a Nobody quote. Nobody asked to be born in Ohio. I'll tell you. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. Ohio-based nihilism. <laughs> <laughs> this is a quote from the markup investigation. On the website of University Hospital's Cleveland Medical Center, for example, clicking the Schedule Online button on a doctor's page prompted the Metapixel to send Facebook the text of the button, the doctor's name, and the search term we used to find her, which was pregnancy termination. Uh. They just knock out this doctor? Well, yeah, I mean, in this case, yes. They're just like, they clicked it and they were like, oh, shit, oh, shit. Yeah. In other instances, it sent the doctor's name and the condition selected from a drop-down box. And again, this is stuff that comes with an IP address. So even if they can't pinpoint the specific person in your house, unless you're using they know where to find you. VPN of some sort, yeah, they know mm-hmm. where to find you. Which, by the way, use a VPN. They're cheap. You can install it right on your computer. You won't be able to like watch Hulu and Netflix and shit with it sometimes. 
But other than that, it will kind of prevent some of this stuff. Hide your IP address anyway. Yeah. So those pregnant 10-year-olds better hurry up and get a VPN. I mean, the parents in that case are the ones who will be prosecuted. So they also found it installed inside the password-protected patient portals of seven different health systems. Jesus Christ. In those cases, it was sending information like medication names, descriptions of allergic reactions, and details about upcoming doctor's appointments. And this is all probably a huge HIPAA violation. One would think. Yeah. It's, right? Is that even like, not even probably? That is clearly a HIPAA violation. Yeah, because it hasn't gone to court yet, no one can say for sure. But this is going to court. We'll talk about it in a second. And the experts that the markup talked to were all like, yeah, this is almost certainly a HIPAA violation. For one thing, with it being tied to an IP address, there are 18 identifiers that, when they're linked to health information, qualify the data as protected, according to the HIPAA law. And IP addresses are one of them. So that alone, with there being IP addresses, this shouldn't be happening. And HIPAA prohibits hospitals and doctors from sharing identifiable health information with third parties like Facebook, except when an individual has expressly consented in advance or under certain contracts. The markup confirmed none of these hospitals have those contracts in place with Facebook. And express consent isn't a thing you can just do by saying, here, read this 50-page terms and conditions. Like, express mm -hmm. consent means they have to sign a thing that clearly says you gave them this permission. And no one's doing that. So no. this is a huge scandal. Like, I did it. Jeff, I did. Well, I've always thought it was weird that you just upload all of your medical shit directly to Facebook. Facebook, yeah. No, I just I want people to know. I thought it was for storage, just, and I was going to tell you, you could use like a Google, cloud. like a G drive. Like Facebook a drive. is the cloud. Jeff, no, no. You just put all your stuff there, all my like my sex tests, for sexually transmitted <laughs> All your sex tests. tests. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to collect them all. Take them weekly. Yeah. <laughs> Not an SGI test, but Let a me sex check. test. Still Did got HPV. Or bad? <laughs> trying to get all the hepatitis, even the the weird one that you got to yeah. go to another country to get. Yeah, so many I think hepatitis it's hepatitis D, I think is the... Uh, hepatitis X. The really rare one. Hepatitis X Supreme. Collabo. I will say, speaking of STI tests... <laughs> oh, go I on. Did my, I did my annual Planned Parenthood trip because they give you a year's supply of birth control for free and they have the brand I like and I like them. I've been going for 10 years. Every time I go, they're usually like, you want to take an STI test? I'm like... Let's just do it. And I pee in a cup and we do it. And they're always like, do you want some morning after pills and some condoms just in case? I'm like, of course I do. Give me the free stuff. For the first time in the 10 years I've been going, I went and I had to ask for my STI test. And they didn't offer any extra things. It was very weird. And it was like a week before the terrible news. And I'm like, if you guys knew this was happening, shouldn't you be like giving away so much stuff? They're probably battening down the hatches and sending them all to Texas and Ohio. It's kind of what it felt like, though. I was kind of like, do you guys know something that's happening? Because it was like the week before. Well, what happened was Facebook shared their data to the government. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Facebook isn't subject to HIPAA laws. That's so what I was going to say. They're like, we're not selling it to a person. <laughs> like in one of these examples... On a Scripps Memorial Hospital page, Metapixel sent Facebook 
not just the name of the doctor and her field of medicine, but also the first name, last name, email address, phone number, zip code, and city of residence that was entered into the booking form. That's and so, so much. That's everything. And it's all jarring. of it. All of that goes to Facebook, who doesn't have any of these HIPAA laws in place. And you would like to think that they have some sort of policy in place to deal with this. And they did set up some sort of filtering system that is supposed to catch information like this, but it doesn't. Like, it didn't catch any of this. This all ended up back at Facebook. And Vice got access to a 2021 privacy overview. And there is a quote in it from a Facebook engineer. And this is that quote. We do not have an adequate level of control and explainability over how our systems use data. And thus, we can't confidently make controlled policy changes or external commitments, such as we will not use X data for Y purpose. End quote. Ooh. What? Wait. Yikes. Wait. The Wait. fuck? So if the Facebook engineer doesn't know. Then who does? There is. What's happening? It seems like there's not a lot that would stop like an anti-abortion activist from seeking out information like this mm -hmm. or again a government that has recently outlawed abortions a state government perhaps there are so many ways this could go really really catastrophically wrong for this There's country be like an evil hacker thinking they're doing the lord's work right now like yeah. trying to get all this info on exactly yeah. this is i'm gonna say it not great no and i'm sorry to be controversial Jeff, put um, a strong stand. I don't support it. I'm going to let there it slide this time. You are being a little bit of a hothead, but I understand. <laughs> this Sorry. is intense. I heard. I thought the show was called Unpopular Opinion. So it's actually sometimes not. I'm gonna, sometimes I'm going to throw some fire at you. <laughs> you don't want to get burned. You stay out of the kitchen. I reversed that idiom. Oh, yeah. But it still makes sense. No, it lands. Yeah. Yeah, it's still it still tracks. So, yeah, again. <laughs> Nazis, like we did team up with the Nazis, and even yeah, if a couple not, weeks ago, <laughs> yeah, we even if not, abortion is being criminalized right now all over the country, and this is how they track it. This is how a government that say is hell bent on tracking what doctors you go to and what for, there is already a mechanism in place for them to do it. Like we don't need any of the technical details to be worked out. Like we have the entire surveillance apparatus in place. We just think it's only to suggest shiny basketball shoes on Instagram that we can buy. But yep. no, it's also telling Facebook what you're going to the doctor for. And that is Lots. too much drip. <laughs> you can tell I'm for real anxious about this shit because I think I've hiccuped five times during this <laughs> podcast. I've been counting. The counter is seven. No. No, I haven't been counting. I wouldn't do that. I'm not Facebook. I'm not keeping track of your maladies. <laughs> yeah, someone's keeping track somewhere. Yeah, it's probably in your Facebook history somewhere. My Facebook yeah. somehow knows I have chronic hiccups. I've never gotten anything for it. I've had them for 13 years with someone. So back to this markup investigation. The 33 hospitals that were sending patient data to Facebook reported more than 26 million patient admissions and outpatient visits in 2020. And that's just among the 100 hospitals that they 
surveyed. There are, again, so many other hospitals, so many other businesses that are using this. This is on 30% of the most popular websites on the internet. So it's all over the damn place. 26 million for only 33 hospitals? Yeah, that's that a lot. That number is wild. For that's, a year, a full year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, lots of sick people. People going coming to in and out. Every day. Get sick every day. And I do believe uh, 2020 was a busy year for hospitals. Yeah, we're what, looking at what was going me on. If I'm wrong. Yeah, what was happening? <laughs> You're looking at, on average, 2,158 patients per day. I bet a lot of that did have to do with COVID, though. What's that? A hoax. Yeah, that's what I thought. (laughs) And Well, this really is unpopular opinion. That's what Facebook (laughs) told me. Yeah, Facebook gets some things right. So, oh, God, imagine if this is someone's first time listening to this podcast. They're like, oh, I have heard about that Metapixel thing. Yeah, people are just like, uh, like, oh, I didn't know they moved to Austin. What the fuck? This took a turn. So you'd think if for PR reasons alone, these hospitals would immediately remove Metapixel after hearing about what it does. But nope, they use examples in the article of five of the biggest hospitals that they found the Metapixel on. Johns Hopkins, UCLA, Reagan Medical Center, New York Presbyterian, Northwestern Memorial, and Duke University Hospital. Of those five, only UCLA removed the Metapixel after being contacted by the markup. Most of the five also refused to comment, with the exception of Northwestern, who didn't remove the Metapixel and only said, quote, the use of this type of code was vetted and is referenced in nm.org's terms and conditions. Northwestern said, and I quote, go fuck yourself. Pretty much. Yeah. So the fact that this story broke isn't going to be enough to stop this from happening. Like, it's going to be happening. It's probably happened to all of us. I still have an Instagram account, so I still have servers back at Meta waiting to hoover up my information. I still technically have a face. I need to go delete that Facebook. Here's the thing. I think I've finally even gotten it to the point where no one talks to me on Facebook Messenger, which that was like the last holdout. And it was just Andy and Travis. Whenever we would talk about the music pod, it for some reason always was on Facebook Messenger. But I think I've gotten them successfully migrated to texting now. Now that you have an iPhone? With your Facebook phone? Yeah. Well, I have a a Facebook phone. I'm surprised (laughs) that doesn't exist. Didn't they try it at one point? I think they did do that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get a Facebook. Don't put one of those Facebook screens in your home with the camera that, oh, it follows you around. Oh, that's right. They have that now. They do. I tried so hard to eliminate Facebook, like delete it off my phone. And like, it wouldn't let me pull it off. Like you could only make it go dormant. You couldn't erase it off your phone. Oh shit. I'm trying right now. Although I don't know if I have it on my phone here. Oh, I don't have it on my phone now. Are you sure you want to delete it? It will also delete its data. Yes. Yeah, (laughs) do it. Goodbye. I have the Messenger app, but that's it. Yeah, I don't know if I even still have that. We should get rid of it all. Fuck the Zuck. I still say, let's just roll the internet back to like pre-social media days. Yeah, where you just go on to like look at what your cereal box told you to check out. Yeah, or like... Or, or Barbie.com. That was really fun. I don't hate the access to information. I just don't like us having one central place to get together and talk about it. 
Like that was a bad mm -hmm. idea. We should have all stayed in our separate corners of the internet and the world would be a lot happier right now. Well, and I've made this argument with you before, Adam. It's made a lot of people feel less alone and like, yeah, you know, but the internet othered. But the internet was doing that before social yeah. media. That's not social You're media. Right. That's the internet. There were like Yahoo groups and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, chat yeah. rooms have always been a thing. I would like to add that some of those people that feel less alone are terrorists. Yeah, like like they're people that are getting backed up by like eight chan and other people. <laughs> I know, that are like but some are also like you know queer kids and like you know yeah kids no that's that are feel othered from there. I just still maintain that that yeah. was happening before social media. Like I, people would have set up spaces on the internet. Yeah, I, I guess what I just don't want to take apart is the human connection element of it. Yeah, you know, it's funny about that, too, because my nephew is queer and very other. He's a trans boy, and he has found his tribe on there, or however we would describe it. I don't think that's a proper term to use anymore. Um, but community? He has found his community, and now that is all he does, which is also a huge problem. To just live in a digital friendverse is also a massive problem. Right. Um, that needs to... Which is why you have to like limit your amount of time yeah, and all th that. There, there needs to be that sort of... You hate to say it, but like some kids need to be tough and immerse themselves in like an ugly world. <laughs> well, I would even say it's just... I mean, limiting it to an hour to two hours of internet time a day. So you still have that community while still having to embrace the real world. I think there's yeah. a balance without yeah. being... There's been a lot of conversations of like, I'm really glad you found some people. Get the fuck off the computer. Like, yeah, and it's just <laughs> setting boundaries and setting rules. Yeah. It's also, we live in a small cow town with like nobody around. It's like, what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. We did a unpopular opinions episode a long, long time ago that Aaron Covington was on, one of the screenwriters of the movie Creed. And his opinion, which I agree with so hard, is that the internet should work the way TV used to work, in that at a certain point at night, it's just off. Done. I agree like, with that. Like, you log on and you get a fucking waving flag in the national anthem or something until, yeah. like, 6 a.m. Yeah. People need yeah. a break from the internet, yeah. and we get, never, ever get it. The UHF Native American... That. Yeah. Guy just there and just a tone. Yeah. But instead, we got this Facebook following us everywhere we go, including to the doctor. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. And see, this is the Ooh. thing that will make right wingers like Facebook again. They'll be like, wait, we can do what with it? We can. We can, we can down the baby killers. We can Let's monitor go. abortionists. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe that's why this isn't bigger news. Maybe people shouldn't know. Maybe we are contributing to the problem, but I don't think so. I feel like this should be a bit of a scandal and it's not. And it's, I mean, not through anyone's fault. It's not like people listening aren't reading enough. This just it is isn't your fault. It just isn't out there. I found it on the next web. Anyone hitting up the next web on the regular? I live on the next web. Thank you. Yeah, right. I'm, on, so, I'm still on the previous web. <laughs> so Sorry. <laughs> I don't remember if it was the next web, but I think so. Someone ran an article and because of SEO shit for a very brief moment, when you 
searched for Facebook login, their article was the first search result. And to this day, if you go to that article and look at the comments, there's just like hundreds of comments where people are like, uh, Facebook sucks now. This isn't, I don't like how this new Facebook works. Can I just like see? Yeah, people like they, are dumb. People are very dumb. Like they had to put a thing up and be like, this isn't where you log into Facebook, people. Like you just Googled Facebook login and clicked the first link. And now here you are and you think you're on Facebook. So I guess I'm not surprised that 74% of people don't know Facebook is also collecting exactly, their data. That is literally exactly what I was going to say. I was going to be like, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are stupid yeah. people and we should make them feel bad for how they were born. Agreed. Yeah. That's the takeaway. It is the last group of people that we're allowed to discriminate against for how they were born. Stupid and people. And I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be one. But ignorance is a choice. But stupidity isn't. Like the ability right, to I... media literacy, I... you know, a lot of that is just your ability to disseminate between you know, to have a functioning brain. Yeah, disseminate. Yeah. Right? Get it. right? That's dog. what an abortion is called, a dissemination. Oh, nailed it. <laughs> hey, there is going to be a lawsuit over this, though. That might oh, great. put some sort of end to this. An anonymous hospital patient named only as John Doe, if that is your real name. That is. <laughs> In court papers, is bringing a case in the Northern District of Liberal California, alleging Facebook has received patient data from at least 664 hospital systems oh, or medical providers. <laughs> I know. Six, yeah. Six. Well, five off. Well, yeah, two off or five off. Could have oh, ended in 69, nice. too. I see where you're going. Right? <laughs> 600 nice. <laughs> so we'll see how this lawsuit goes, I guess. I don't know how much this is going to be in the news. It feels like this lawsuit should be a big deal. It feels like this should be all over all your mainstream media outlets. But I feel like it's not. I feel like I haven't really uh, seen it, it, it too many now. other places. I mean, it's about to get that unpopular mainstream. <laughs> I mean, argue with the results. We got Brittany Griner, not freed, but... Joe Biden did comment on her plight shortly after the Unpops episode. I'm sure that's what did it. I think that's what did it. Gotta be. That's I, what... really, I really don't think he listens because we would be in trouble. Yeah. I mean, people have told you him know? about us, but he's just like, what's a podcast, man? Is that your Biden, Joe Biden the same as your Clinton? Uh, kind of, yeah. Like <laughs> you, just, you just kind of do a Clinton, but say man at the end of everything. And that's sort of a... <laughs> Biden, like he's not from the South, but he's be from a little sleepier. Yeah, be a little sleepier. He's from Delaware, which is the South of the Northeast, deep South of the Northeast. I think everyone knows that. I would say that that's probably more Maine if yeah. you've ever been. Maine justice. Maine is oh, buddy. I used to love that fucking Jason Sudeikis Maine justice sketch. Oh, what? Yeah, wasn't he like, but from Louisiana for some reason? He was. He had a deep Southern accent, but he was a judge in Maine. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah. You wait when you're up there, man, and you hear someone talking like this, you know you're in trouble. Yeah, it was great. So I think that's our episode, right? <laughs> I think so. I think we made it to the that's end. So, do we have anything to plug before we get out of here, Jessica? How about you? If you're LA local, I still have I have two shows that I run. One at the clubhouse the first Friday of every month kitty pool that's our shark tank parody show 
And then I have Toxic, the third Thursday of every month at the pack. Regular old stand-up. They're both a blast. And follow me on stuff. I'm fun. Jeff, you're not fun, but what are you doing? I got nothing. I don't do any other projects or... No, oh, wait, okay. wait, 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 wait. No, 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 that's not true. I uh, I don't know if you know this, but I have cool friends and I have a show called Jeff Has Cool Friends, which is a bi-weekly podcast that you can listen to for free or... You can listen to early uncensored episodes with bonus content on patreon.com slash Jeff May along with Ugh Fine. We have a podcast with Kim Crawl, our monthly show. Uh, and then you can also check out Tom and Jeff Watch Batman on the Gamefully Unemployed Network as well as You Don't Even Like Sports, a sports podcast about how Adam doesn't Jeff. like sports. And you can also come to Mint on Card the second Friday of every month at Blast from the Past on beautiful Magnolia in Burbank, California. Uh, so we got all that going on. You can find us on uh, every social media but Facebook. Uh, follow me on Facebook, obviously. <laughs> Hit up my Facebook fan page. I think it still exists. I had one of those. It had like 11,000 followers. It's nothing. Um, NBD. And they yeah. hated you. No big deal. Every one of them. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Todd Brown. That's Todd with one D. You can follow the show at Unpops on Twitter, unpops.podcast on Instagram. We have a TikTok now. Jen Scott's running that. Ask her questions about that. And I'll have some other stuff to plug soon, but not now. For now, I just want to get out of here. Let's get out of here. Jessica, say goodbye. Bye, guys. Jeff, say goodbye. You get the Metapixel rookie card, everybody. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you. Totally invasive. Totally invasive.